podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello all and welcome to the This Is Ibrox podcast. This is your initial reaction to the news today that Rangers have sacked Giovanni Van Bronckhorst. Um, I'm your host, Ross Chalmers, and I have uh, two, two good guests with me today, two guys that really want to get stuck into this. So, first of all, it's Scott Mitchell. Scott, how, hi, how are you? Yeah, not too bad, Ross. How are you doing? You all right? Uh, I'm, I'm good, mate. It's good news today. I think most Rangers fans are in a good bit. Kale, yeah. um, how are you? Yeah, well, it's, it's all go for a Monday. I'm, uh, you know, getting a shorter lunch, but I think it's it's important that we we go and we, we talk about what's what's happening in the news for today. Yeah, absolutely. So the news obviously broke this morning. I think a couple of journalists broke it early, um, and it, it looked pretty concrete. It looked from good sources, um, and then obviously Rangers came out this morning with their official statement. Um, I won't go through all of the statements, but it said uh, Rangers Football Club confirms today as part of company with manager Giovanni Van Bronckhorst. The board would like to put on record sincere thanks to Gio for all his efforts since his appointment as manager. They go on to talk about the, the kind of run to the European final last year, um, achieving the Scottish Cup. Interestingly enough, they say, you know, unfortunately results and performances over recent months haven't met expectations and the decision was made today by the board to terminate the contract as a manager. Uh, the search for the new manager is now underway. And of course, there's, there's a statement there from the Douglas Park. So we'll start with yourself, Scott. Um, initial reaction to the news, were, were you surprised? Um, especially when we all kind of thought that maybe last week would have been the time to do it. Were you surprised to see the news this morning? Um, surprised to see it this morning, definitely. I think, as you say, we were all expecting it last Monday, straight right at the start of the, winter, the World Cup break, we were all expecting news emerge of Gio leaving the role or being sacked in the role, whatever it might be. Um, happy that we finally made the decision to remove Gio from the job. But th- th- there is a, a sort of tinge of sadness there. I think everybody to a man wanted Gio's appointment to be a success for Rangers. It just wasn't to be for one reason or another. Um, the right decision has been made. Definitely the timing seems a bit off, especially as we were talking earlier about with the Sky interview being aired over the weekend about celebrating his, his one-year anniversary in the role and then sacking him days later. bit annoying, but the right decision has been made at the end of the day. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a good point to bring up because I think when we all seen that interview from Sky the other day, I think we all felt that that was a real sign from Rangers that they were going to back the manager. Now, what has changed over the weekend, you know, we're, we're probably going to see that with maybe who comes in. Kel, your thoughts, you know, were, were you surprised as Scott? How do you feel? I mean, Scott touched there, there's a, there's a tint of sadness on it all because we all wanted to work out for Van Bronckhorst. And I have to say, I know I said at the start of this, it's good news for us because I think we needed a change. But it is, you know, that run last year to Roughly final, Van Bronckhorst was a big part of that. Have you, do you have a wee bit of sadness as well as Scott? Yeah, 100%. Like, I mean, first of all, am I surprised that we've actually sacked him? Yes, would be the answer to that. It's already been alluded to. Like, 
I've been on previous pods stating that I was already at the, the acceptance stage of my grief in, in terms of him, him being here. And, and I, I was just fully accepting that we were in for, for dross football from now until the end of the season. Um, I mean, before, when, when Gerard left and, and obviously moved on to Aston Villa at the time, I was very, very vocal in, in having Gio as our manager. I thought he was the, the perfect guy, somebody that got the club. And, and again, I, I've been on record in previous pods saying that, like, Gio was, if not my favourite, one of my favourite players when I was 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 growing up, and and I think maybe bar Ali McCoist, I've never wanted a Rangers manager to succeed as much. So yeah, like I'm, I'm gutted, genuinely gutted that it hasn't worked out. Um, but uh, just in terms of, it, it's a hundred percent the correct decision. It's a decision that, that needs to be made. It's that old cliched phrase in football: nobody's bigger than the football club. Um, and as, as good a player as, as Van Bronckhorst was and as good as, I say as good a manager as he was, if you look at that first six months, I think, you know, we'd been crying out for a domestic cup. I would say that was something that the club needed and, and you know, just the fact that we got to the Europa League final was a complete added bonus, but it, it, it's not been good enough. It, it, it really hasn't. I mean, I know I've sat next to the pair of yous at that Hearts game and I think the three of us were, were apoplectic at points at just how poor the football was on show. Um, so, I'm not. I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm. I'm happy that he's gone because I. I. I wanted it to work out, but it was a decision that that needed to be made, and it, it's come a week too late. What's changed? I don't know, but I'm happy that the the they finally decided to to, to to sack him. Yeah, I think you're right. I think most Rangers fans feel that way. I, I don't. I, I think people could relate to Van Bronckhorst because he was a former player, and and you you know that he loves the club. But just sometimes you get to that point where you realise things aren't working Hello? and, and a change us? has to be made. I can hear you. Yeah, we can hear you. Well, we'll come to you, Scott. It looks like Cal may be having some, some troubles there. I, I wanted to pick up on this one, Scott, that, that Cal yep. said, you know, um, he said he went to talk to how could, go, how could we go forward like that? I think that's a great point. I think it got to the point with most fans where they just felt there wasn't a way back for Van Bronckhorst. In fact, it's probably yeah. the most I've ever seen the fan base unite on the one view, if you know what I mean. Like, it's always usually a split when it comes to Rangers fans, but I think most now were at the point where they felt it was time for a change. Do you think it did get too toxic and the board just had to make this decision regardless of when it occurred? Absolutely. But I think, for me, the board need to shoulder the blame for that one, Ross. Um they allowed this situation to sort of fester. It was clear that a lot of investment was going to be needed over the summer if we were going to compete on all the fronts that were needed. Um, it was clear that, much as it pains me to say, it was clear that we were miles behind our, our cross-site rivals in terms of where we needed to be in terms of performance, in terms of you know playing ability, in terms of style of play. So that, for me, yeah, it did get far too toxic. You're absolutely right to, to point that out, but I think the that's board all right. Should be the ones that shoulder a lot of the blame. I think I, I think Kyle's having a, an absolute nightmare here with his Wi-Fi. Aye. So uh, <laughs> no, I totally I totally agreed. He said I'm going to try and bring you in here, Kyle, but uh, yeah, I understand you're you're having some problems. Do you do you think that the the decision has came a wee bit too late? Um, and I'm not really talking about the decision being you know this week and not last week. I mean. We probably all knew that we needed a change. I think I think a lot of people were saying we needed a change since that Celtic Park defeat. And um, we went through that Champions League run. Do you do you think it's a bit disappointing we've got to the stage of the season now that 
it's probably going to be difficult to recover? Or do you just think, okay, clean slate moving forward and, and we'll see what happens from that? I think Kale's had an absolute nightmare. Scott, I'm <laughs> going to give that to you. You answer that question, right? T tell me, what, how do you feel on the, the kind of time scales of all of this? I just think, I think it's been left far too late. Um, the, the season for me isn't even salvageable. We've kind of lost most of what we should be competing for. We're out of Europe. We went out with an absolute whimper um, in Europe. In the Cups, fair enough. I want to win the Cups. But the, the real one for us was to wrestle back the league this season. Um, and we just look miles, miles off it. Unless whoever this new manager is gets serious investment in January, um, and unless something different happens in terms of the, the targets being identified by Ross Wilson, I just don't see how it changes that. I, I commented earlier that whoever takes the role on, it's a poison chalice for them. I, I believe that if we're going to get a manager in, it's probably going to be a Rangers fan. We're probably looking at somebody like Alec McLeish. We're probably looking at a stopgap until the summer. For me personally, I just don't see a big name like, I know people want the, the boy Newtson from from Bodo Glimp to come in. I just don't see them taking the role. And if it does end up being a, a Sean Dyche, et cetera, that we go after, why are they going to come here for, for six months of substandard football by players who really look like they're half arsing it right now? Um, I, I just don't, I don't see it happening. I don't see us getting the name in the door that we need. And I think the board have left it far too long. They need to shoulder the blame for this, but we, the season's unrecoverable. It's one that you just write off. Yeah, which is very difficult to, to swallow as a fan, isn't it? That you've got to that point only in November that you think you're just going to have to completely write off the season. And I, and I have to agree. I think it is, a, of course, the, the manager's position of the Rangers is always going to be an attractive proposition for any manager in, in football. Yeah. But I think at this point in time, with the injury list we have, with the deficit in the league, I, I have to agree with you. I find it difficult to, to comprehend a permanent manager coming in and really feeling comfortable with the job right now. I think when it comes to the end of the season, I think the the application list would be massive, but I think right now it's going to be difficult to convince someone. Now, I, I, in, in my interpretation, and, I, and I'll let you come in on this, I believe if if we were hearing through last week, I think we heard it from Marcel van der Kran, I think his name is, the journalist, and he was saying that Van Bronckhorst believed that he was going to get the time and he was backed. Now, for that to change over the past three or four days over the weekend that to me comes across that the the boards have made a decision on maybe who's going to come in that doesn't have to be a permanent manager it could be an interim do you do you think that's clear from the decision like if if, if they're making a change right now do you think they just they must have someone lined up that they feel comfortable to bring in regardless of it being permanent or interim do you just think that that's got to be lined up by now even though the mat even though the, the statement says the search for the manager you know position is underway do we really believe that? I, I think they must have someone lined up. What do you think? I mean, the, the logical thing would be to say, yes, um, they must have somebody lined up. But if this board have taught me one thing, it's that there's nothing logical that we do. We don't do it by the book. We don't do it the way that it probably should be done. Um, I don't I don't have any, hi Kyle, I don't have any faith that, that the board have done this the right way. They, they seem to do things a wee bit, you know, arse over elbow, if I'm totally honest. Um, so no, I don't believe they've got somebody lined up. I think they've just came to the point where they can no longer sustain Gio as manager. And for me, that raises more questions. One of which is, why now? What's got so bad in the last week 
that you couldn't have sacked him post Celtic game, post Liverpool game, post whatever game you want to decide on. I just I don't believe that we're any further forward in the managerial search than what the board have stated in their statement, unfortunately. Yeah, that's fair. That's that's a fair way to look at it. I think I think you're right there and what has changed because we've all seen probably from this Rangers team that the 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 way that they're playing, you know, the belief in that squad, the confidence levels are so low that we've seen that for months now. And I think this decision is it was always going to come. I think most Rangers fans felt it was when, not if. And, and it's disappointing that we've got to this stage, but, you know, they have ultimately made the right decision now, and, and I'd like to think the club can move forward with this. But, Kyle, I'm keen to get your thoughts on that. I am, I'm not sure if you, you heard me originally when I asked this question to Scott, but it was regarding, you know, what, what has changed? You know, why have the, the board decided to make this change right now? You know, do you believe that they they could have made a breakthrough with one of their preferred candidates and, and he's going to come in in the next week? Do you think that's the case? Or do you agree with Scott that, we're probably not any further down the line than the manager, but they've maybe just got to the point where they feel it's too toxic and they need to make a change. What do you think? Uh, I don't know. It's oh, it's a difficult one to answer that. Um, but yeah, I think uh, Douglas Park or, or Ross Wilson was having a have kicking the Wi-Fi router there for, for the destination. But um, look, in, in terms of that, I don't know. I just think the noise has just been too overwhelming. I mean, because you you look at it, we obviously were on that that podcast on on Friday, Ross, and and there was unilaterality across the board in terms of it's very rare that you get nearly every Rangers fan <laughs> singing for the same hymn sheet and wanting the same thing. And I just think that the pressure's got too much. Um, and, and and I said ultimately it's the right decision in terms of have we got somebody lined up. I, I hope so. I really really do hope so. Um, the difference between, you know, Gio getting sacked now and Gerard leaving was obviously the, the Gerard one took us all by a bit of, bit of surprise. So there was no, no, um, well, we were told there was maybe a contingency plan in place, but it took a while to to get Van Bronckhorst through the door. And I, th- I think maybe with this one, hopefully, um, hopefully the board, Ross Wilson included in, and stuff like that, that they do have a list because he's. I know that he's alluded to it in the past having lists of, of players, and and you can only assume that you know he's he's a competent guy. That he's he's got a list of managers lined up um, for for going in. How quickly do we do we see that um, management position being filled? Again, I'm honestly not too sure, but ideally it should be at the end of uh, this week because that's when all the players are returning. Um, that's when everybody's back from their from their holidays, and and that would be the ideal time to to hit the ground running. But it'll be really interesting to see what we do from here on in. Um, I've no idea. I, I said I've not had time to read the statement yet. Maybe you two can can fill me in on this. But is there any word on on the coaching staff and guys like Mackay and and Voss or anything like that? No, right. Well, we we, we might very very well be looking at maybe one of those stepping up and and perhaps a further role in, until somebody else is brought in. Um, I'm not sure. You tend to see that, that you know these guys that are in the backroom team are, are, are loyal to to the managers that, that brought them in there. Especially you look at a guy like like Voss in particular. Um, I mean, I think he'll be loyal to Gio in terms of that Gio was the first guy that offered them his chance to to go into that management role. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I, I hope we do have somebody lined up, and and I hope we see them in the next couple of weeks. But given how long it took to pull the trigger on this. I'm not very confident. Yeah, well, I think you made a good point there with the coaching staff. There's one thing I would say, usually when a manager is sacked, 
um, the, the coaching staff is usually let go in the next couple of days after that. I think they just make the statement that the management, you know, the manager's position is going to change and the coaching staff come after. I think they deal with that after. So I would probably expect Dave Voss, Roy McKay um, to move on. Maybe Rangers might try and um, deploy Kenny Bowley into a different role considering he's just came in in the background he has. They might try and utilise him somewhere else in the club. Whether he's open to that, I'm not sure because I think he moved up here for a first-team opportunity. So I would expect him to move on. I'll, I'll stick with you in this, um, Kyle, because Scott touched upon this. There's a comment here from Graham Brown, you know, saying an interim won't, uh, will not work. We need a parent manager now to rebuild this team. Do, do you do you agree with that? Do you think we could appoint an interim just to see us through this season and then potentially you get more options once you get to the end of the season? Or do you think Rangers just have to go with someone that is willing to come in now permanently? And if that means they don't get their preferred candidate, then so be it. They just want to bring someone in now and, and get that kind of solidity back in the, in the squad. What do you think? Look, I think it would be remiss not to think. Ideally, we'd want somebody in straight away. Do I, do I think that's going to happen? Honestly, no. Why do I think that's not going to happen? If you look at particular deals like uh, James Sands and, and Malik Tillman with that loan-to-buy kind of option and, and see how it's going. I think we will maybe do something similar to this because this has to be right. This has to be right. Gio was a bit of a, a failed experiment at the end of the day. Okay, I know I trying to allude to successes in terms of the Scottish Cup and the European final, but but it was. Um, uh, yeah, you, you would hope that we do have somebody lined up at, but I would rather see an interim manager in for a for a short period of time and, and us getting this right, getting the candidates right, because January's an awkward time for, for everybody, for including including buying players in, including managers, because it's you're you're not it's not the summer transfer window kinda the natural end to a season obviously is the transfer window at the at the end of the season and and that was that's where you see managers leaving clubs and their contracts are out. But um yeah It'll be dead interesting to see what happens. I would rather not have an interim manager, but I would I would rather us get the decision right. And if that means having an interim manager in for a bit, so be it. Yeah, I think I have to agree. I think it's important uh, this this decision is, is spot on. I think you're right in what you said there about Van Bronckhorst. It's definitely been a bit of an experiment. And I know I've seen a, a comment earlier. I don't know if I'll be able to find it. There's quite a lot of comments, but saying that, you know, the whole appointing ex-players is just that's not a route we should go down anymore you don't have to have represented rangers to to be in the manager's position and listen we didn't do that with steven gerrard so i'd like to think that we would go back to that again and and just get the best person in for the the job to be honest with you but scott we'll, we'll touch one I'm, I'm conscious of time obviously this is um this is our initial reaction to the news we will be back later tonight around 7 p.m and we'll get we'll give a good um, background of more of the team's opinion on this and we'll maybe have a look more in depth of who we think the next manager could be. But I'm keen for both of you to have your say in this because I know, Scott, you mentioned Knutson earlier. Is he someone that you that, that would be your preferred candidate or is there anyone else out there? You know, there's been Michael Beale's been mentioned, a bit unlikely for me, but Michael Beale, Sean Dyche, Ralph Hasenhutl, you know, the list goes on. There has been some big names linked. How do you feel? Is there anyone in particular you'd like to see the board move for? I mean, genuinely, no. I, I don't know enough about the boy Knutson other than he's done a really good job with Bodo Clint. Brilliant. That's that's great. Um, if he's gonna, if he's who we're after, the timing probably works right. I think their season's ended now, so maybe that's where the board have went to. 
I've not got a prepared candidate myself. I just hope to God we steer clear of Kevin Musket. Um, I don't want us to go for Ange Postacoglu part two. I mean, I know they've went for them. It's, it's worked out well for them. But all this, oh, he's from Australia and he's now managing Japan. He's won the league. So what? He's, he's, he's won one league in his career. We don't need to be going for that. I don't know who I want. I just know I don't want him. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I have to say, I, I agree with you, Kevin Muscat's not really a name that, that I would be happy with, but I probably fall in the same camp. It's difficult for me to really pick a preferred candidate. I think Hassan Hutel would maybe be mine, but again, it's not it's not an overwhelming favourite for me. It's just, I think he would do well for us, but listen, I've not really got one. Um, Kyle, what about yourself? How do you feel? Anyone that sticks out for you? Soon is. Get him in. He's free, he's not doing yeah. anything. Um no, in all seriousness, I'm I'm not too again. I'm not too sure that there's nobody that sticks out for me. Um, do you know, I I wouldn't actually mind about a Sean Dyke. I don't think I know there's been a bit of um, guys in our chat, especially being quite critical of him, saying that he's not. Sh- Was it actually you, Ross, that said you weren't sure about Sean Dyke? I think I think for me, Sean Dyke is not that he can't play an attacking brand, he definitely can. I think it's just I would rather have a manager coming in that's been really playing that brand of football for a while. I think Sean Dyche would come in and probably have to work out how he would play this Rangers side. And I think if you went for someone like a Hazen, who we all know what his style is. We've seen it at Southampton. But that doesn't mean that Sean Dyche isn't yeah. a good candidate and he can't do it. Certainly not. It's just, it wouldn't be my first choice, that's all. Yeah. My, my thoughts and feelings on it is Dyche knows how to the main criticism of Rangers at the moment is lack of effort, lack of work rate, not fit. You can never say about a Sean Dyche team watching Burnley in and out of the Premier League that they they gave everything every game. They were super fit, and I think that's why they largely stayed up. And um, yeah, he's a good he's a good motivator, and we are terrible defensively at the moment. I think he would sort of defence out, but um, yeah. I, I, I have no preference, but as you're asking at the moment, I would lean towards Stash. I've, I've just seen in the comments as well, Graham Brown has went for Pochettino. I, Dream I on, was mate. Just, I was just <laughs> going to bring that up. Graham Brown, you are, you are going for it. And I like that, actually. I like a wee bit of ambition. So, Pochettino, if he was in the, if he was in the, uh, the ranking in the bookies odds, he would be my preferred choice. I agree with Graham Brown, 100%. <laughs> Pochettino would definitely be the man for me. Um, we've got a comment here from RFT56. Another thing about Dice is he wants to manage in the EPL. You know, I, I have seen that in plenty of interviews from Sean Dice that he's not really willing to take up any opportunities yet until he feels that window that he's got with the Premier League goes and then he's maybe willing to move on to other opportunities. So that that might be why Sean Dice isn't a realistic candidate now, but he could be at the end of the season, I suppose, once the Premier League's finished. So... Listen, all, all perfectly valid points. I'm, I'm conscious of time, of course. Um, it is the middle of the day. We, we wanted to get a wee bit of a reaction out to this. So um, what I will say is we do have a point tonight at 7pm. I don't actually know exactly who's going to be on that yet. I think it might be Craig and Tommy, maybe one other joining. And I think they'll probably go through, of course, a wee bit more reaction to this news today, but maybe go in a wee bit more in-depth of who they believe the next manager could be and maybe what's realistic. But yeah, I... I really appreciate getting involved today. The, the comments have been going mental, and I can, I can see a lot of people getting involved, so that's really good. Um, please, if if you've enjoyed the content, give it a like, subscribe. It really helps us out. We can keep planting these out for you. And yeah, so the guys will be back tonight about 7 p.m., and there'll be a lot more to break down, I suppose. But we'll just finish up there by thanking the, the guests for coming on. It's been a, 
a bit of an impromptu podcast for us. But yeah, Scott, first of all, thanks for your time. Appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Anytime. Glad to speak to you. Yeah, Ben Kyle, thank you. You've you're 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 at work today, so that's that's dedication. I'm sure the the viewers and the, the listeners will enjoy that. So thanks very much for your time. No, not a problem at all. It's uh, it's something that, like I said, that I'm genuinely gutted that hasn't worked out, but it, it was a decision that needed to be made by the club, and I'm I'm glad they've finally done it. Yep, I think we all echo that. So yeah, thanks everyone for getting involved. We will be back tonight uh, with another podcast to go through all the big news today from Van Bronckhorst Sacking. So please join us then. And yes, thanks for your time. Cheers. Podcast Network.